Welcome to the True To You podcast, your go-to show for practical wisdom to build a meaningful, creative small business. You'll find content on marketing, mindset, and tons of experts who want to help you grow a thriving small business that you love. My guests are exceptionally creative women building businesses from their zone of genius, all while balancing many other roles in their life. I'm your host, Ruby Marsh. Let's do this. Okay, here we go. Another episode of the True to You podcast. That was a very enthusiastic introduction. I don't quite know what's come over me today. Perhaps it's the fact that every Monday morning we have a call inside Creator Club at 7.30 a.m. and some amazing creators show up and together we plan our weeks. It's called the Win the Week planning call. So if you're part of Creator Club and you do the win the week call or you carve out time to do that process, shout out to you because I know that it's very easy to become disorganized, become distracted and small business, we don't have a boss, we are the boss. You don't have people looking over you, telling you what to do or driving the direction of your dream, it is all down to you. So I love that call on a Monday morning every week I'm there and it's always a lot of fun to connect, especially I think a Monday morning, most of us have rolled out of bed and we, hopefully if you run your own business, you're not dreading the week because you're in business because you love what you do. Occasionally you might dread it. I get it. <laughs> but for those people that show up, I find that we are able to connect and we're able to get focused and prepare ourselves mentally and emotionally for the week ahead because we have some clarity. And when you have clarity, it creates stability. And, you know, when everything's going all crazy around you and sometimes during the week things might get thrown at you that you didn't expect. It's great to have some things locked in and a plan. So that's a little insight into my Monday mornings. So today I wanted to share with you three reasons why podcasting is still H-O-T hot and three things that I would do differently next time. I've got my cup of hot chai here. So we're going to keep this fairly short and sweet. I'm hoping the 15 to 20 minute mark for you all so that you can take this and go and release that podcast. Go and share those episodes, market it. I don't want to get down into too many tactics or anything like that because that is one of the big reasons why I love podcasting is because a lot of things that we do with our marketing we are being continually influenced by algorithms with social media by platforms new platforms trends on platforms platforms losing popularity and we're very much at the whim or at the mercy of big tech platforms. 
Now, it's not to say that podcasting isn't, but I think the, the very fact that podcasting is traditionally a voice or a vocal-based medium, nowadays you can record your episodes and you can use video to distribute and to engage the audience more. But at a very basic level, not a lot has changed around podcasting in the last decade. Sure, there was little things that people would do in the past to gain the algorithms. And it's very similar to trying to get your book on the New York Times bestseller list. I'm sure some of those things still exist. But at the heart of it, podcasting is still a very simple and easy thing for you to get into. And that is probably the biggest reason why I love it and why being consistent at it over the long term is going to provide a lot of rewards for you personally and for your business. And I'm going to get into some of those reasons in a, in a hot moment. But I wanted to start with some context around where podcasting is at. And a few months ago, I hosted a workshop inside of Creator Club. Every Friday we do a teaching call and some of these calls are more interactive and some of these are more like a masterclass where we will dive into a topic and teach you step by step how to do something. This was a podcasting 101 masterclass and because this is a subject that I'm really passionate about it was really fun to share that with the creators and then off the back of that see all these podcasts get launched and come to life and in the months since more and more are coming out so thanks for listening to us guys <laughs> no just kidding just kidding so when i put together this masterclass, i thought let's see where this industry is at because obviously this is a medium that we love and are we supported in that love? What, are, what, is, what is the current industry stats telling us? So as you know, also the last two years, two to three years, I would say, has been very interesting in terms of what is going on with marketing trends and various things that have influenced that geopolitically um, with the, the whole COVID thing and what that has meant for certain platforms and their trends. And certainly podcasting reflected a lot of what was going on as did many things that relate to the internet. We saw a lot of growth and surges and certain things and we saw other things plateau a little bit, but podcasting is one of those things that I think irrespective of what's going on, it is always a good time to start. I will say that with conviction because I have seen many times over the last three and a half years that I have been doing it, not even three and a half years, that there have been many benefits and so despite what might be going on in the industry and what people might tell you, I, I still firmly believe that it's a great medium for your marketing as a whole and building out your world. So if we go back to December 2021, and this was the end of last year, so about 10 months ago now, 
and I think for the most part we were starting to come out of the drudgery of the last two years and so these stats are related to the US but I think also what you need to remember is that because a lot of us had spent two years on and off inside or not quite two years in December 2021 but is definitely we spent a lot more time inside and we we're starting to emerge so a lot of these stats are probably a reflection of what had happened in in those two years so in the us in 2021 december 2021 they had 4.5 million podcasts registered on podcasting platforms and 23 percent of those podcasts were active now, there's something in this word active alone because an active podcast means that you've released an episode in the last 90 days. So they're pretty generous with that, saying that an active podcast means you only have to have released an ep one episode in the last three months, which means that if you're someone that frequently podcasts and releases episodes weekly or even bi-weekly, even monthly, you're going to be well in that active spectrum. So 23% were active and there was 4.5 million podcasts. So we saw a real surge in podcasts because obviously people had a bit more time on their hands. I think business owners, thought, okay, I'm going to start a podcast. And so they started and they got into it. And then by April 2022, which was five months later, again in the US, there was only 2.4 million podcasts that were live. So in the space of five months, they had dropped off by, gosh, almost 50% less and only 21% were active. So there was around half a million active podcasts in the US, which sounds like a lot, but only 21% were releasing, had released an episode in the last 90 days when these stats were collected. So I think what this tells you, if you look at it, and I would be very interested to look at the stats come December, 2022, but overall, what that indicates for you, if you are contemplating starting a podcast, is that there is opportunity in the market. People start podcasts and very quickly drop off. I think the, the stat is that most podcasts get to nine or 10 episodes and then people stop. So even if you can get past that nine to 10 episode mark, you're even doing amazing. I'm giving you such a leg up here. I'll give you so much motivation here to even get yourself off the start line, let alone be consistent for more than 90 days, right? So I thought that was really cool and really interesting. And like I said, you can take a lot even from hearing those statistics alone if you need some sort of support in favor of launching your podcast. Now, what kind of podcasts do for your business right now? The first thing that I want to point out to you is that if you are considering launching a podcast, it is a very fun thing to do. I will admit, I love recording episodes. I love 
interviewing and connecting with people and what that has brought to my business and to my personal life and how I feel and connections and all of that. All of that aside, it is an investment of time and there's a small investment in terms of technology, but really you can get started with a podcast of probably less than $500 for, for a year of podcasting. So it's relatively inexpensive, which is another reason why it's such a cool thing to do because it doesn't require a lot of startup costs, but it does require your time. You can obviously opt to have someone edit and produce your podcast and upload it and create all of the media for it to share and distribute it on channels. But there's a cost that comes with that. So if you don't have time and you're able to outsource that, I would definitely consider that. But if you are still pretty new in business and you want to start a podcast, allowing time per week to do it, to either batch record once a month and then edit weekly or however you want to do it. But in theory, I think for me to record and edit and upload and do all that per podcast, we're probably looking at two to three hours a week if I'm doing weekly episodes. You could do it in much quicker time. John is very quick with podcasting. He gets in there, he's pretty much one, two takes, records it, uploads it, done, shit. But if you're someone like me that, you know, is a little particular with certain things, then I would say realize that if you're investing time in this, it's going to be probably a day to a day and a half per month or around a couple of hours per week. The other thing to remember with podcasting is a lot of people look at podcasting as an opportunity to create leads for their business. So to create clients and this to be a direct lead generator. Now I was someone that probably started podcasting and part of me did think that. I did think this is going to be a great way to find new clients and if I'm getting hundreds or thousands of uh, downloads on an episode, wow, that's like hundreds or thousands of people that are going to be exposed to my work and to my message and to my offers as well. And whilst I would say that definitely people have come into our world and are working with us, either John or myself or now through Creator Club, through our podcasts, if you want to make it a, a direct lead generator, you're probably going to put a lot of pressure on yourself. And that is why I would say allow enough time for you to create and, and ship out episodes every week, but watch it evolve over time. Because if we go into something wanting it to be a direct lead generator for our business, we'll expect an outcome very quickly. And you've got to realize that like binging your favorite episode on Netflix, people binge podcast episodes. And we find that people will come to us and apply for Creator Club and they'll say, I've been listening to hours of your podcast for the last 
three months or something like that or for the last month however long it is and so yes they become a lead but if we hadn't had produced those hours of content they would not have something to binge listen to so what you're really doing is you're creating a gateway and a doorway into your world and like i said it may bring clients in but there's a host of there's a host a ton of other benefits and i'm about to share with you three that i really want you to remember if you embark on podcasting as a project because that's really how i would think of it as a project and there's so much more opportunity for you and your business and personally than just bringing in leads yes you want to make sure that your time has some sort of tangible return for the business because you don't have tons of time to be wasting talking on a microphone and then not have anything come of it so i'm not saying do it for free and not see any kind of benefit from the process but expect that it might take a little time and you're going to have to find your feet with the medium just like you had to grow your following on your social media just like you have to go out and connect with people and build relationships it's not like advertising where you're funneling people into a funnel and hoping that they follow x amount of steps download your lead magnet and then buy your course podcasting is very different there's a different kind of relationship with that we create with the audience okay so that leads me perfectly into the first reason why podcasting is amazing for your business and that is what i pretty much just spoke about and that is immersion into your world so podcasting allows people to yes binge listen but through binge listening to hours of you talking or conversations that you're having with other people they're getting a much more detailed glimpse into your world versus seeing photographs and captions of you it's like a lot of video content so you could probably liken podcasting to starting a youtube channel it's an opportunity for you to create another level of depth with your community or with what we would call your world so in that what you can do through podcasting is give people a glimpse into what's going on in your business so you can give people updates on what's been happening projects that you're working on events that you've got coming up you can share clients stories success stories interview them things like that people can get an understanding of what it's like to engage with you as a service provider and we very much think about this like building out a world and so putting a voice to that world putting words to the character as my friend amy keller would say is essential i don't think that you can just rely on images alone i bet there's very few examples out there where people are just relying on their instagram images in order to promote and immerse people in the business the world of their business okay so 
it allows you to take people another level deeper because it's like email. The reason we love email and the reason why we teach it as an essential marketing tool is because email is like a one-to-one -one experience for you and your potential client or for you and your community. And finally, the guests. The guests are a really cool way of adding more depth and allowing people to be more immersed in the world. They show who you are associated with, people that are potentially your heroes, people that can contribute to the conversation, the mission of your world, particular viewpoints that you might have, or they may contrast those viewpoints. It may be that you want to bring people in that are a little polarizing, that are opposite to what you believe, because that can make for a really interesting conversation. And anything that's going to add depth and interest and excitement and entertainment will create that binge-worthy effect. Okay, the second reason why podcasting is still hot and of direct benefit to your business is the fact that you can use your podcast as a gateway to sharing the next step for people, the next thing that people can be a part of. Remembering if they've been listening to hours of you talk, they're probably at a point where they're thinking, what can I be a part of? What events is she running? Where is she speaking? What classes is she running online? Does she have some information on this topic that she's been talking about that would allow me to go deeper? Blog posts, an email list, lead magnets that might lead to the email list. There are a ton of things that you can direct your listener to next. Now, this can be in the form of direct advertising, but it doesn't have to be okay, you've been listening to the podcast, now this is what's coming up, you can go and buy this or get a ticket to this. Certainly, I recommend that you put ads into your podcast. I do believe that they work and I do believe that they are effective and they do not have to be selling anyone anything. Like I said, it could be adding more value. Although it is really important that you don't miss out on the opportunity to tell people what's going on in your business and, and what they can be a part of. So don't shy away from some direct advertising off the back of your podcast. However, there are a ton of other ways that we can do this, which can include storytelling through stories that you tell. You can include links, mention different things in the podcast episode. That's not a direct advertisement, but it's basically using the story and wrapping the next step into a story. You might have past clients on there that allows you to talk about your program. There's all sorts of ways that we can share the next step without it being a direct advertisement if that's not something that you feel ready to do a lot of. However, podcasting, as I said, if it's not a lead generator, then it's an opportunity to direct these people to additional content. And when you direct them to additional content and they start to become immersed in your world even longer, 
you're creating raving fans and you have the potential for a longer life cycle with current clients as well. So the flip side is that you can use the podcast as a way of building community and potential leads over time. However, the opposite is also true that current clients will want to continue to learn more from you. And oftentimes we get sucked into this idea that all we need to be doing is being in the client generating, client attracting phase. And depending on where you're at in your business, you should always have, have that part of your marketing strategy. But sometimes that is all we are focused on and it can be quite intense. But the other thing that you can think of in terms of the podcast, the podcast is a great way for current clients to get to know you better, to get to understand more of your story and why you are doing what you're doing. They get to learn more. If they're already in your world, if they're already buying from you or working with you, the chances are they love you and they want to know more. Okay, let's talk about three things very quickly that I would do differently if I was starting over in my podcasting journey. The first thing that I would do is I would be really thoughtful about what this podcast was about and who it was for. You could say niching down. There's two ways you could think about this. You can think about who am I serving and what content is best going to help those people. I would say that that's definitely something that you want to think about. I probably started out podcasting to get the practice speaking, to get the practice interviewing, and maybe wasn't as thoughtful around the content that would be specific for the people I wanted to work with. Also realizing that over time, if you're in this for the long game, your business is going to change. So that may mean that you stop one podcast and start a new one, or you see your podcast as an ever evolving thing and realize that when you start the podcast episode one, you're going to be a very different business owner at episode 300. That's probably going to be a few years down the track and you'll be in a different stage of business. So the type of people that you serve may change over time. The other way you could look at this though, is thinking about your industry and overlapping your industry and the things that you're going to talk about, your area of expertise, with you and your world and your personality and your interests. Now, this is probably a little controversial because I know some of the marketing folk out there would probably say you should be speaking directly to things that benefit your audience. And yes, that is true. That is true. If you are trying to add more value to what you already share, then it is great to do how-to episodes. It is great to have experts in that can go deeper on topics that you're not an authority on. But what about all of these things that make you different and make you unique and can be talking points in terms of your podcast? So that's one way that I would also think about niching down is don't be afraid to bring people in that speak to things that are part of your industry, but also align with your interests and things that really get you excited to allow people to feel more connected to you. They're gonna create that emotional connection. 
So I would say look at niching down as both the people that you are wanting to serve, but also bringing in guests and talking about topics that reflect the unique way that you approach your work. Because otherwise it's dry and boring and who wants to listen to something that they could read in a book, right? We want to listen to stuff that engages us, that's funny, that's entertaining, that's interesting. And that is one way to bring a little extra spice to your episodes. The second thing is higher frequency. I think earlier on I would have experimented with doing more than one episode per week, maybe even two episodes per week. I think that would have built my confidence quicker and much sooner. But we can't rush these things, can we? So if I had had the the foresight, I would have gone in headfirst and done more episodes sooner rather than later. The third thing that I would have done is recorded everything else that I was doing outside of podcast that involved teaching and speaking, potentially some client calls, although you would have to be careful with, with that, but opportunities where you were putting yourself in front of an audience where you could be seen as an authority and also speaking on topics that would be great for your podcast. Why not use all of that and take it onto the podcast platform as well? It's something that I heard from Russell Brunson, who's the co-founder of ClickFunnels. He said that he wished that he'd done that sooner, recording all of his talks and presentations. And look, the guy's been going for about 20 years, so we're going back a long time. However, if you are in a position where you're doing those things as part of your work, see if you can record them. And you might only use a little soundbite from something that you're doing, but it could be a really teachable moment that would be fun to share on the podcast. And again, as I was saying, frequency, I think there's nothing wrong with doing more episodes rather than less. So that's a great way to fill out your episodes if you want to add more in there. And it also connects people with the things that you're doing in your business and outside of just speaking to the podcast. Because obviously the podcast, you can edit and refine that into something really perfect and polished. When we're out in the real world, it comes across more natural and more authentic. And sometimes it's really good to hear you in action and out in the real world doing your thing. So that would be the final thing. Okay, so to recap, the three reasons why podcasting is still hot right now. <laughs> Number one, immersion into your world. It allows people to create a much deeper connection with you and to add depth to your message and more pers bring more personality, more interest, so that you can create a point of difference. The second thing is directing listeners to additional content. Podcast is a fantastic gateway to do that, and there's a number of different ways that you can do that. Whether you are advertising a program that people could join, or you have just written a book, you can do it in a way where you're not directly asking people to go and take action on something. I might even do an episode on that, but 
I think that it's worth considering using the podcast as a gateway to that and like peeling off the layers of an onion. What you're doing is allowing people to take that next step to work with you, to learn from you. It may be free, it may be paid, but there's other ways for them to get more immersed in your world through additional content. And then the third thing is confidence. We all want to grow our business and earn more money, but we also want to grow our business and feel confident doing it. Podcasting is such a quick way to increase confidence in your message. And if you are wanting to do larger events, speak on stages, that might terrify the hell out of you. However, there may be opportunities that come up later down the line. And if you haven't been podcasting or YouTubing or something like that, then you're going to be more reluctant to take those opportunities. So use podcasting as a stepping stone to some of those bigger things, but most importantly, to create a clear message and a clear position in your industry. And then the three things I'd do if I was starting over again, good three years ago almost, niching down. The second one is higher frequency. I would dive into as many episodes as possibly I could do, as possibly as I could do. That's not great grammar, but as many episodes as I could possibly do, I would be doing. And then finally, I would record everything else and use that as content as well, because People can chuck a podcast in their ears and they can do it while they're driving, they can do it while they're on the treadmill, while they're out for a walk, while they are cleaning the house. I was thinking the other day how good it is to listen to podcasts and clean the house because it makes it much more pleasurable. So why don't you be the person that they put in their ears every week by starting a podcast? There you have it. There's three reasons why podcasting is still HOT hot. I would love to hear from you. If you have a podcast, if you want to be a guest on the True To You podcast, feel free to send me a DM and, and share it with me. I'm always looking for different, new, interesting podcasts to learn from. And I'm always in the search of great guests. So send me a DM on Instagram at rubykmarsh and let's connect. See you on the next episode and have an amazing week, my friend. Bye for now.